Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you and your family. So glad to have you guys with us today. Welcome to Alive, man, for for all of us, man. What a great day of resurrection. What a great day of celebration. You don't have to be quiet in church, amen. Come on. If somebody set you free, took you out of death and brought you into life, you can make some noise about it, amen. Wow. Well, praise God. Well, hey, it's Resurrection Sunday. I don't think I have to say it again. The tomb's empty. We can all go home now. That's a good word, right? Like, like that makes my job real easy today. No, I'm just joking. But, but now I believe it's worth something to celebrate. Today, Easter is a day of celebration, right? Because if Jesus is alive, then, then you and I can experience that same resurrection power in our own lives, right? There's so much we could focus on today, right? There's so much good to share about Easter and um We've been only a church for about four and a half years now, and so haven't had such a long journey. And today's our fifth Easter celebration as a church family, as a church community. I was kind of reflecting on that, and I was like, man, where have we been over the years, you know, and what have we focused on? And so 2018 was our first Easter together. Uh, We talked about love is alive. We talked about how God's word says that God is love. He doesn't just have love. He is love. And so when, when Jesus resurrected from the grave, that love, that everlasting eternal love that changes you and I resurrected and was alive and made well to us today. Then in 2019, we talked about how the cross equals love, that what Jesus did on the cross was the greatest act of love that humanity would ever experience and how it changes us and it gives us a new opportunity to live. Then 2020, COVID. We don't talk about COVID. No, no, no. Any in Canto on Easter morning? Okay, tough crowd. All right. Sorry. I like that one. As you guys know, we we were portable at that time. We set up and tear down in Scranton Middle School, and we got kicked out. We were homeless, and so that Easter was online. But if you guys remember, we made the Giso kids let us through a digital Easter egg hunt where we learned about the purpose and story of Easter through that. Then last year, 2021, was our first Easter back in person in this uh, rented space here, and we talked about hope. There's hope in the resurrection, amen? And we can have hope beyond today, right? And all these messages, they still preach. They're still true today. We could talk about all of those, right? We could talk about the love that God has for us. We could talk about the hope we could, we, that God has for us. We don't want to talk about Bruno, but we could talk about so many other things today. And uh, here's the deal. What I want to share on what God's placed in my heart for the last few weeks is the king. Everybody say the king. We're going to talk about King Jesus today, all right? The king. We're not talking about LeBron, all right? How are the Lakers doing in the playoffs this year? Oh, they didn't make it. MJ, all the way, baby. All right, let's just end the GOAT discussion right now. All right, Jordan was more efficient in less years. All right, more champions. Okay, sorry. I just, I love basketball, and I'm a Bulls fan for life. So, woo! No, if you're taking notes today, and you like titles, or you have to have it all neat and organized, the title of today is Like a King. Somebody say, Like a King. We're going to learn how God, what he did through Jesus and King Jesus and the resurrection can help us rule and reign in life like a king, all right? We're going to talk about that in a second, but before we do that, let's pray and get our hearts ready to receive from God's word. Father, we love you so much. We thank you for your word today. We believe it's spirit and it's life. Lord God, we thank you that it illuminates our hearts. It searches the inward parts of us. Lord, we thank you that we are better because of what King Jesus did on Easter Sunday. 
The tomb is empty. He's not there. He's risen. But there's so much deeper revelation that we can gain from what that means for you and I today. And so, Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to reveal that to us in a greater way that we all walk out of here knowing what it looks like to rule and reign in life as a king. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Everybody agreed, said. Amen. So if you're taking notes, I got two sections here. I'm going to keep it real simple today on Easter. Number one is, number one is, who is this king? Who is this king? Let me talk to you about this king and what scriptures tell us about this king. This king has been there from the very beginning. This king was a very active participant in the literal creation of everything you and I see. This king was there when Abraham stepped out in faith. This king watched as the Red Sea split before Moses. This king saw a young shepherd boy take down a giant named Goliath. This king watched as God's people obeyed his law and his word and then ran as far away as they could from it over and over and over again. This this king's heart was broken for humanity. And in the consequences of sin, sickness, and death, this this king left his throne in high heaven. This king came to earth and took on the limitations of humanity to walk where we walk, to get down on our level. This king, the Bible says, was tempted in every way that we were, yet never succumbed to the temptation of sin and darkness in his life. Over 2,000 years ago, this king last Sunday, Palm Sunday, rode into the city of Jerusalem on a donkey. Palm branches waving on the side, people yelling, Hosanna, praise to the king. Right? This past Thursday, 2,000 years ago, this king got down and washed his closest friend's feet and ate his last meal with them. This king prayed all night and submitted his will to God's will and the plan that God had for him. This king willingly gave his life and gave all so that you and I could have a personal relationship with God. This king was buried in a tomb. A stone was rolled in front of it and Roman guards were put in front of it to make sure no one jacked with the story. And today, we celebrate that over 2,000 years or more later, that king is no longer in that tomb. That king left that grave. That king is now seated at the right hand of Father God. And the Bible says he's interceding for you. He's praying for you and I. Man, talk about a king. Can I get an amen? Amen. What a king who didn't come to judge the world but came to serve the world. What a king. The psalmist David says in Psalm 24 verse 8, he says, Who is this king of glory? And he also gives us the answer, amen? It says, the Lord strong and mighty. Jesus is this king. Jesus Christ is the king I was just talking about. Jesus Christ is the king that we celebrate on Easter. And a little, little theology for you, Christ isn't Jesus' last name. He's like, hi, nice to meet you. First name Jesus, last name Christ. Like if you played on a basketball team, it wouldn't say Christ on the back, all right? Jesus Christ, Christ is a term. It means anointed king. Jesus, the anointed king, right? And here, you got to get this straight too. Jesus wasn't just a king. Jesus was the king. Everybody say the king. The 
king, right? Let's talk about it. What does the word say? Revelation 19, 16 says, on his robe and on his thigh. Jesus had tats on his thigh. All right. He has this name written, king of kings and lord of lords. He's not just a king. He's the king. Jesus is the king above all kings. And the other cool thing that we learn is Jesus is the king behind all kings. And he's also calling you and I to be kings. And we'll talk about that in a second. But what do we know about kings, right? We live in a democracy here and all that stuff. We don't live under a monarchy. So it's, sometimes it's hard to understand the, the principles of the kingdom. But we know that kings, kings, they rule and they have dominion over their kingdom, right? Like they rule supreme, their word goes, right? They have supreme power and authority and everything that they do pushes back any opposition that comes into their kingdom. And if you guys have been journeying with us over uh, this course of this new year for the past few months, we've been focused on studying the kingdom of God, right? We've taken quite a lot, about two and a half months to look at the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? What is it? What, why do we care about the kingdom of God? How do we live in light of the kingdom of God? And, and one thing that we've mentioned all along that's worth repeating and remembering today is this, that Jesus is the king of the kingdom of God. Jesus is the king. He came to show us the way of the kingdom. He died on the cross to push back the kingdom of darkness and sin and death. He rose from the dead so that you and I could be partakers of the kingdom of God. And so we know that Jesus is the king. And on Easter, we celebrate him as our resurrected king. And so for the next few minutes, I want to take some time to really unpack why King Jesus raising from the dead is such a big deal for you and I. Because here's the deal. I think a lot of us, whether you're church or not church, you go to church, you don't come to church, you're on drugs this morning, you got drugged to church, you know what I'm saying? Like, like no matter where you fit, like mom made you come, like mom paid you $5 to come, like they promised you a ham dinner if you came. I don't care where you're at today. I do know this. We need to understand why Easter? I think a lot of us know the what of Easter. And I could spend all day talking about what happened in the tomb empty. We're going to talk about what that means for you and I. Because the word that will change your life is what you do with the resurrection of Christ. Amen? Right? Easter's more than jelly beans and Reese's eggs. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of those. Bring them up here, all right? You know what I'm saying? I like those. But it's way more than all of that. And so today, we're going to look at how the resurrection affects you and I's life. And more importantly, through the resurrection of King Jesus, God made a way for you and I to live like a king. Someone say, live like a king. Like a king, number two. All right, so the king lifts our lives and allow us to live at a higher level. And to help illustrate this to you, I need the largest, biggest ladder that we have in the building on stage right now. Thank you, gentlemen. We got some helpers helping me out here. Everybody stay calm. Keep your trays locked and your seats in your upright locked positions. All right, thank you, guys. How many of you guys, while they set this up, how many of you guys, you do fine with heights. Let me see a show of hands. Heights don't scare you. Let me see. Let me see a show of hands. How many of you, like, you love ladders and, like, you want to go up on a ladder just because you can go up on a ladder? Let me see. All right? A couple thrill seekers here. How many of you guys, on the other hand, you're like, I don't do heights that well and I hate ladders? Let me see a show of hands. Yeah, you're in, you're in the club with me, right? Ladders kind of make me nervous. Ladders scare me. Look at these gentlemen. Let's give it up for these guys bringing the best ladder we got in this place. I'm checking the integrity of this ladder here because my life will be on the line here in a second. Thank you, guys. I don't like ladders that much. Like, I do fine with heights, roller coasters, all that stuff, but ladders freak me out. I don't know why. 
And maybe it's because in college uh, here in Brighton, I worked for a company called College Pro Painters. Some of you guys might be familiar with it. Like, a bunch of college kids that pretend like they know what they're doing and paint people's houses for cheaper than the other contractors. Yeah, don't do that. Don't ever, I'm sorry, if you work for them. Um, here's a brush. You want to make some money? Yeah. Like, any training? Watch this video. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were on a job, and one of my buddies was up on a ladder pretty high, probably like 30 foot, 40 foot, uh, painting a peak, and he fell off and hurt himself pretty bad. And so maybe, maybe that's the reason why every time I get up on one of these, I'm like, ah, is that me? Is that going to be next, right? Am I going to be the next week? Maybe you saw dad fall from a ladder as a kid and like trying to get the gutters clean or whatever. But uh, ladders, ladders, I have a love-hate relationship with ladders. But uh, regardless of how you feel about ladders, I think they're a great tool. What do they do? They help us go from a position of here to a position elevated or higher than what we are currently, right? When I think about the gospel, when I think about my personal relationship with Jesus, that's exactly what Jesus does. And that's exactly what his resurrection power can do in our lives. Because no matter where you're at right now, there's a higher place in Jesus. Amen? There's a greater level. Jesus can elevate your life. And I want to show you something, the behind the scenes of what happened in the resurrection, that if you just read the Easter narrative, you don't get right off the front base on the surface. But God did so much more than just raise Jesus on Easter, but he did something for you and I. And I want to take a look at it in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. It's the Apostle Paul writing here by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says, and he made, and, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Verse 3, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Verse 4, one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. But God, somebody say, but God. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. For by grace you have been saved. In verse 6, the game changer of all of it. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Someone say hello. Did you catch what the word of God said there? When Jesus raised from the dead, when he was rose from the dead, he didn't just raise. Guess who he raised with him? You and I, those that put our faith and trust in Jesus, we can be resurrected with Jesus. Come on, somebody. Like, we don't have to stay at the same level that we're at. We don't have to say, you know what, I guess this will be my lot in life. I just guess I'll, that's where I'll always be financially. That's where my marriage will always be. I guess my kids will never kind of half-heartedly serve the Lord. We don't have to stay there. Because when Jesus raised... We raised too, and he seated us with him. Get that, like, hello, like, come on, this is a game changer. I'm going up here by faith. I hate ladders, all right? Jesus took our lives to another level. Come on, somebody. Like, when Jesus raised, you and I are up here. It says, do not sit or stand. I won't, okay? Everyone's like, please don't. I have people really praying in intercessory prayer this morning. Like, pastor's going up on a ladder. I don't know if we have insurance for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what our liability policy is on that. Like, if the pastor falls, does the church get the money? Like, who gets the money? You know what I'm saying? Like, some of you guys think that way. You're like, what's going on right now? Did he sign a waiver for that? He raised us up with him, and he seated us. Guys, the sitting down thing is a really big deal, because what did Jesus say on the cross and with his last breath? What did he say? 
It is finished. How many of you guys know when you're done working hard on the job, when you've been out in the lawn in the yard working really hard, and you sit down, what does that mean? It means you're done. It's over. It's finished. He seated us with him. So Jesus seated us with him. We are seated in Christ. No longer are we down there, but spiritually speaking, when we take our spiritual authority and position in Christ, we are now seated up here. That's a big deal. That is a game changer. That will change your perspective. That will change your life. That will change the way you act. That will change the way you carry yourself. That will change the way you talk. Come on, somebody. That will change everything in your life when we realize that we've been raised with Christ. And so it is the game changer. It is the game changer, right? What's the result? Resurrected King Jesus, King Jesus can elevate your life. He can elevate your life. And, and what's the result? Why? Because Jesus called you and I to reign like a king. Everybody say like a king. Let's take a look at scripture real quick, and then we'll talk about it as we close. Revelation chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, verse 6, and has made us kings, has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory, dominion forever and ever. Amen. Say, I'm a king. Say, I'm a queen. Say, I'm a prince. Say, I'm a princess. Some of the guys yelled, I'm a princess. It's like, gotcha. Sorry. That's, that's mean. That's bad, right? You're a king. He said he called us to reign as kings. It goes on in Revelation 5.10. He says, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall what? Reign on earth. That's not talking about the weather. Spelled a little bit differently. We can reign on earth. Jesus wants you and I as believers in him to rule and reign and have authority just like a king. Come on, somebody. Jesus raised up and he is seated. Jesus raised us up and we are seated in heavenly places. And so this is a game changer for you. Maybe you're dealing with depression. Maybe you're dealing with mental health. Maybe you're dealing with no purpose in life. Jason was speaking by, by the Spirit of God during worship this morning, just kind of had a word for somebody, say, hey, you've got purpose. You've been called for such a time as this. God is moving. He's not done with you in your life, but you feel like you're down here. You feel like you're down here. But remember, on Resurrection Sunday today, over 2,000 years ago, God said, Jesus said, let's get up out of here. He is raising you up to a higher level. You start thinking about yourself how God starts thinking about you. You start seeing yourself like God sees you. Amen? You've been raised up with Christ for some of you. Your relationships or your marriage, it, it feels like you're down here. It hasn't been going that smooth. Things are tense. There's some issues in the way, and you're not sure if there's any hope left. There's hope in Christ. There's hope in the resurrection. Remember, God can give you the grace. God can give you the love. He has raised you up. And so that relationship, that marriage right now that's struggling in Christ because of the resurrection power of Jesus can start going to a whole nother level. Come on, somebody. Who needs that in this room this morning? Maybe physically your body's been attacked by the enemy, the power of sickness and death. Remember, that's what Jesus died on the cross and took those beatings on his back for. By his wounds, we are healed. But you're dealing with a doctor's report right now. You're dealing with a physical ailment. Maybe it's emotional health issue, right? 
and you're not sure if it's ever going to get better. You're not sure if God could ever do it. But he already showed us what he was already going to do about it over 2,000 years ago, this Easter morning. Come on, somebody. He said, no, I'm not going to let that bondage stay on my people. I came not to judge them, but to serve them and to love them. And I can heal a physical body in the room right now because of the power of the Lord and the Spirit. You say, no, devil, I'm not taking that report. I'm going to be seated up here. I'm going to be seated up here in Jesus' name. Guys, we could do this all over, maybe financially. You're like... Shoot, inflation, that's a swear word. Gas prices, that's a swear word. The world economy, that's a swear word. Aren't you glad and thankful that we serve a king who is king over a kingdom and that we don't have to be bound by earth's economy? But when we realize what happened on Easter over 2,000 years ago, we start to put ourselves in Christ and we start to get out of the earth's economy into God's economy. Amen? That when you sow, you shall reap. That God will provide and meet every single one of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. Raised up. He wants us reigning and ruling like a king. So don't let anybody tell you differently. Come on. He'll give you the wisdom of what to do in your business. He'll give you the wisdom of how to talk to your supervisor. He'll give you the favor of God that surrounds you like a shield. You don't have to be afraid of what tomorrow's gonna bring because the hope of the resurrection is alive and well today. His name is King Jesus. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. And as we worship him, as we put our faith and trust in him, he can elevate our life. I want, you might remember nothing except this crazy pastor in a blue shirt got up on a ladder in Easter 2022. And I want this seared into your brain that you live up here. When tomorrow comes in that horrible email to start off Monday's workday comes, you live up here. When the kid that you've been praying for for your whole life keeps going the opposite direction of what you're praying for, you live up here. When your finances and your bank account say one number, but you really need to be there, you live up here. When your marriage or your relationship is struggling so bad and you don't know what to do, you live up here. Because by the resurrection power of Christ, we have been raised with Christ and seated at his right hand. And it is done and it is finished. Come on, somebody, if you love Jesus in the room. And so anything dead in your life can be made alive, alive again. That's the power of Easter. That's the beauty of Easter, that dead things can be made alive. Crooked things can be made straight. Things that aren't as though they should can go up and be elevated in your life. Only because of Easter and the Resurrection Sunday is this possible. Only because of what Jesus did for you and I can we have hope today, that we can shout loud, we can celebrate today in God's house. Remember, if Jesus wasn't the king then we couldn't reign like a king. But because Jesus is who he says he was, and he is King Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, you and I can rule and reign on this planet, on this earth, not just when we get there someday. Come on, that will be a glorious day, but how many of you know we, we ain't done yet? Right? There's more people to bring with us. There's more light to shine. Come on. There's more people that need to experience the love of Christ. And so we don't stop no matter what the world's doing, what the politics are doing. We don't give up. We don't throw gutter balls. Come on. We say, I'm going to take my place in Christ and I'm going up to a whole nother level. Who's going up to a whole nother level in Christ this morning? Come on, somebody. Woo. And so I'm done climbing this ladder before somebody gets hurt. Thank you, Lord. 
I'm gonna pray right now as I pray. They're gonna take the ladder away. So if you hear some clanging, just, you know, just, just pray, all right? You, you need it. When the ladder this big swinging around, you need prayer, all right? Now I'm gonna pray because I believe God wants us to respond to the resurrection power of Christ, to King Jesus, the King. And then we're gonna take a moment to just reflect and, and worship and, and give the appropriate response, the hail and the honor. We're gonna sing a song called Hail, All Hail King Jesus. Hail means to honor, to respect, to revere. It means to welcome King Jesus into our midst, into our hearts, into our lives, into those broken, dark situations where we feel like here, but we know God's got there. How do we get there? We hail, we just let the King come in and do the kingdom work in our lives, amen? But it takes full out surrender. It takes us surrendering our hearts to that. So let's just pray right now. And then as, as, as I leave here, we're gonna watch a video and then, and then the team is gonna join us up here and they're gonna sing a song. And for part of the song, you guys can stay seated. But once, once we all kind of get going and halfway through the song, we'll all stand up and let's just honor and reverence the Lord and just hail his name, invite King Jesus into our midst. Let him do what he can only do, touch hearts and change lives. I don't know about you. I'm so thankful for the power of the resurrection in our midst this morning, amen. Let's pray and ask God to hit us with that in a powerful and special way. Father, we love you so much. We just thank you for your son. King Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to get our eyes off of our current circumstances and to get it on the elevated place that you called us to in Christ. Lord, we thank you that your word promises us and says to us that when Jesus raised from the dead, you raised us up with him. And when Jesus was seated at the right hand of the Father, spiritually speaking, we are seated on a throne, ruling and reigning in life. Father, whatever area of our lives that's not working in that way, that isn't ruling, that isn't reigning, isn't having supreme authority and dominion, it's not going the way we plan. Father, I pray for the power of your resurrection spirit to hit us today in a special and powerful way to elevate our thinking, to elevate our hearts and our spirits, to renew our minds to what you have called us to do. Father, I thank you that the resurrected king is resurrecting us. It's resurrecting dreams. It's resurrecting marriages. It's resurrecting health and healing. It's resurrecting provision. It's resurrecting hope for the future. Father, I thank you that the power of the resurrection is not limited to what it can do in our lives. And so, Father, we receive this resurrection power. We walk in light of the resurrection of Christ. And as we take these few moments to just reflect and ponder in our hearts, Jesus, what you did and what you're doing by resurrecting us in these different ways, Lord, may we, our only proper response would be, Hail, King Jesus. We worship you, King Jesus. We bow down before King Jesus and give our everything. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To further connect with us at Alive, visit us at alivefamily.church. And remember, people matter and Jesus is alive.